welcome to the english lovers by hanidi uh this is the last lesson regarding the concept of tenses after the completion of this particular uh concept we will try to do uh the exercises related to different classes it can be from the 7th standard or 8th standard because in 9th or 10th standard there are no exercises but uh, simply if you will prepare the 8th standard grammar then definitely you are you would be ready for the um the tenses concept <clears throat> moreover you need to understand it um, that would be much better instead of cramming the answers uh, that i'll give you because if you won't do it that way uh, you are not going to understand uh, it thoroughly but simply for the sake of completing your class that's not the matter of concern right at the moment the matter of concern is that we are going to learn the future tense what would be your future it's in your hand so as the tense of the day is uh future tense we're going to talk more about it at length first of all same way we are going to divide the future tense into four different categories those are future indefinite tense future continuous tense future perfect tense and future perfect continuous tense as simple as that now talking about the future indefinite tense the simple future is used to refer to the actions that will take place after the act of speaking or writing let me repeat that it will refer to those actions those verbs that will take place after the act of speaking or writing like when you're going to say that when you're going to say the statement the action will not happen at the moment of your speaking the statement but the action will happen after some time um when you will say it that means the action is not in the present moment not in the past moment but is going to happen in the future moment so by keeping the action or the verb in the mind the main verb in the mind you can remember that the future indefinite tense would be used when your action will take place after the act of speaking or writing like take for example if i'll say i shall play i shall play so when i say i shall play then many things are there that are to be clear like why shall why not will and why will or shall and then uh, talking about the way i defined it uh, when i say i shall play that means at the moment of speaking i am not playing after some time of making my statement i will or shall play that depends now what is the structure for the future indefinite tense 
the structure for the future indefinite tense is very simple <coughs> sorry you're gonna use different subjects but you have to remember which helping verb is to be applied with that it is very simple it's like the main structure is like subject plus uh, helping verb plus main verb plus object same way as others um, um, tenses were being made now here the thing that is of the main concern um, is about will or shall where to use shall where to use will now let me tell you little bit about it that shall and will varies when we are writing some sort of formal things but nowadays the rule is abolished or i think not in use we are not using it properly but simply we are applying will with i also will with uh, you know a first person pronoun also we are using will so there is no issue issue in using it in case you are dealing with somebody informally but when you are writing formal statement you have to use shall and whenever you are making determination there also will is to be applied we know this very clearly so now what is the structure subject plus will or shall plus verbs of first form present form of verb with uh, will or shall plus object very simple so shall is to be used with first person pronoun and will will be used with the second and the third person pronoun that's very clear but remember that if you will apply will with i that won't be wrong if you are talking informally if this it depends upon statement that what what kind of statement are we making so depending upon that we can make the use of will as a helping verb first of all let me tell you how will or shall is different from is am are was were and all will and shall are the modal verbs okay how they are different from is am are because is am are was were do did does whatever because all those verbs were applied accordingly the subjects except did or some other others like had um you have to see that i or they we or uh, something which is singular can take will or can take shall so there is no variation so when we are using modal verbs we don't see that singularity or plurality of any of the subject we simply see that whether it is the second person or the first person or whatever kind of person it is if it is first person we can use shall if it is second and third person we can use will very simple as simple as that but you need to remember that it is in the future tense so remember that we will use verbs of first form as the main verb action verb remember that then very simple if we have used the modal verb and to make them the statements to be negative it is a very simple sentence okay 
it is a affirmative sentence that we make by the use of will or shall plus main verb but when we are making the negative sentence we know to the next moment that definitely we need to apply negation sign so what we need to do we simply have to apply a negative sign or negation sign after will or shall subject plus will shall plus verbs of first form plus object then full stop because it is a negative sentence it also takes uh, full stop then talking about the interrogative sentence we just have to shift as we were we were doing earlier also will or shall at the first place then the subject then the main verb that is verbs first form plus object then interrogative sign then negative interrogative will or shall at the first place then subject then not then verbs of first form then object then interrogative sign so rule regarding wh word is same for this tense too so wherever you are using uh, wh word you have to just place it in the beginning and then rest of the thing would be as same as that of uh, the helping verb type question if the helping verb is will or shall then after wh word will or shall then the rest of the thing is same wait so this is uh, uh, all about the future indefinite tense then we will come to the future continuous tense so continuity continuous continuity so you remember that uh, earlier in the present tense also in the past tense also uh, this future continuous tense uh, is used to describe actions ongoing in the future so which are not yet happened but maybe somewhere else um, like somebody is making a guess that those are going on in the future the future progressive is used to refer to the continuing action that will occur in the future so simply like that we have made this definition okay that the future continuous tense would happen when we are referring to the continuing action that will occur in the future like uh, uh, from the structure of the sentence it will be clear to you that how it will happen uh, in this case the use of will or shall will remain the same as a main helping verb we will have the secondary auxiliary uh, here comes into play then the structure would be subject plus will or shall then uh, b b e b b for boy b e b then uh, main verb would be present participle v1 plus ing that is our main verb then comes the object so that is our basic structure for the future continuous tense like uh, uh, for the guesswork like somebody is not at the present uh, place and somebody is asking you a question about that person and you can like he he is asking you where is he um, like uh, where sorry where was he then or where he will be then in such cases in formal way when somebody speaks like that for that one when you want to give that he will be playing 
he will be playing he will be doing in like somebody is asking you about the future course of action not for the past or the present uh, by mistake maybe i have said that but uh, for the future course of action somebody is asking me what he will be doing at that time okay so then simply we can say that he or she will be playing he, he or she will be writing he or he or she will be um, talking to somebody then uh, there it's very simple that for he or she we can use will or or we have already discussed about the use of shall or will that's that's perfectly uh, uh, would remain the same then uh, then basic structure would be subject plus will shall plus b plus v1 plus ing plus object then to make it negative it's very simple subject plus will shall plus not because will and shall are main auxiliary b is secondary auxiliary subject plus will shall plus not plus b plus v1 plus ing plus object then full stop then talking further about the interrogative will or shall will be placed at the first place will or shall then subject then b then v1 plus ing plus object then interrogative sign the negative interrogative will or shall at the first place then subject then not make sure that you are writing not after the subject will or shall then subject then not then b then v1 plus ing plus object then interrogative sign now that is the structure for the future continuous tense then um, you can write various sentences by uh, following different verbs i mentioned earlier also that i'll give you at the end of this lesson at the end of on this particular series for the tenses i'll give you some action verbs to make the tenses e at at home and you can just ask me in case you want to ask any sort of question uh, orally and uh, you can send me the message okay audio message and then definitely i'll help you out in case you got some sort of query then uh, talking about the future perfect tense what's future perfect tense future perfect tense is used to refer to an action that will be completed sometimes in the future before another action takes place like uh, that another action has not yet occurred but will happen before this action which will be completed sometime in the future when the one when one action will be completed sometime in the future in the own uh, in the upcoming time before another action takes place okay like uh, if we want to just make somebody mm, you know alert about something uh, like i shall have uh, played well mm, before another action that would be uh, that another action is um, like somebody didn't play well i shall have played well i'm just trying to give us a sort of statement for the solace or uh, like what would be the structure for the same it is very simple um subject plus will or shall then have then verbs 
third form as in the perfect tense we use always verbs the third form and uh, have is uh, to be applied with either of will or shall depending on will or shall is a main helping verb main auxiliary and then have is a secondary auxiliary so remember that whenever we are writing the simple sentence we use subject plus will shall plus have plus verbs the third form plus object then full stop like one sentence i shall have played well so this is also one example for the simple sentence when we want to make negative sentence i told you that main auxiliary uh, uh, plays a role better role uh because uh, we have to place negation sign after it so uh, what would be the uh, structure for the same for the negative subject plus will shall plus not plus have plus verbs third form then that is past participle then object then making interrogative will or shall first place subject second place plus have because it is not negative interrogative so that is why simply without negation sign have plus verbs a third form plus object then interrogative sign then making negative interrogative will or shall then subject then not then have then verbs a third form then object then question mark and this is it about the future a uh, perfect tense you need to remember that when an action will be completed sometimes in the future before another action takes place she will have played he will have played i shall have played we shall have played so various examples are there but here we are using main verb play only Uh, rest of the thing will remain the same uh, only action verbs can be changed that depends upon your use that how you use in the sentences then last but not the least comes future perfect continuous tense this is a little bit more uh, you know uh, we say intriguing or complex one why sorry for the interruption i got a call from somebody then uh we have uh, the structure i i was talking about the interrogative structure because uh, in um other sort of uh you know structures we were having only primary or secondary auxiliary but in this case we will have tertiary auxiliary to the third auxiliary will come into play but but the the significance would be of only the primary auxiliary so it will be uh, like subject for simple sentence it would be subject plus will or shall plus have plus been plus v1 plus ing because it is uh, i told you earlier also have is taken have is taken from the perfect and uh, continuous is taken uh, is giving us uh, uh, giving us the v1 plus ing form so remember that 
सो वाइल राइटिंग द सेंटेंस इट विल बी लाइक दिस दैट आई शल हैव बीन प्लेइंग सो दैट्स वेरी सिंपल वन टू रिमेंबर आई फील सो हियर शेल इज द प्राइमरी ऑक्जिलरी हैव इज द सेकेंडरी ऑक्जिलरी देन बीन इज द थर्ड टर्शरी ऑक्जिलरी सो डोंट बी यू नो प्रिटर्ब्ड ओके अबाउट इट दैट देर आर थ्री ऑक्जिलरीज आफ्टर विच वी नीड टू अप्लाई नेगेशन साइन सिंपली आफ्टर विल और शेल वी हैव टू प्लेस द नेगेशन साइन जनरली द स्टूडेंट्स यूज टू राइट दिस वे wrongly like why by putting not after have um the the what we say what so called world outside say average students used to write like that but i don't say anybody is average all are same okay sometimes we use the brain at right time sometimes we don't so all would be same so let's talk about it then what's it then subject plus will or shall plus have plus been plus v1 plus ing plus object then talking further we will say that to put the negative sign where we will place subject plus will shall plus not plus have plus been plus v1 plus ing then object so that would be the negative sentence uh, for structure for the negative sentence then uh interrogative will or shall at first place then subject then have then been then v1 plus ing plus object then interrogative sign then again to make negative interrogative will or shall first place subject second place then uh, then then we'll have not then we will have have then we'll have been then after la- after that at last we'll have v1 plus ing plus object then interrogative sign very simple it's as simple as that so remember that so la- let's take one example to make it very easy so that you can remember that how to uh, convert into different forms of the other sentences how it would be done like i shall have been playing one sentence we have taken i shall have been playing it is in the simple uh, affirmative form then negative sentence would be made i shall not have been playing i shall not have been playing then to make it interrogative how will make shall i have been playing or negative interrogative shall i not have been playing so this is uh, all about the 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 tenses we have done the structures we have done that how we use and when we use them there are lots and lots of things about the <coughs> sorry for the tenses to be discussed uh, because uh, you know that when we go into the sea we can find many shells so there would be many concepts coming out of the tenses but uh, which tense would be used in the te- uh, like in your essay writing and in your letter writing we'll discuss them uh furthermore as i have discussed in my earlier lessons too uh, we'll discuss that further uh in case i'm getting some time for the same but definitely for you i have lots and lots of time um then um i would say that just uh keep listening and keep updating yourself keep updating others too and uh, keep following me 
and i will follow you then we will learn a lot and uh, hope so uh, we will uh, use some uh, some other day the same platform to discuss the topics because it's, there is there is a method to you know keep somebody into the program too okay we will try to uh, put you into the program too so that's all about the tenses for now um it's uh, my pleasure to give you some exercises for the same like whatever exercises are there in your um book especially for eighth standard book uh, eighth standard class uh, you can uh, just go through all the exercises that are given for the tenses okay and you can make sure that uh, like you are making the use of it very carefully and we will discuss the answers for the same too and uh, along with that uh, we will uh, continue with our series of different lessons now i feel so the next lesson that i'll make um, i'm probably sure of it that i'll make it about the literature part and uh, especially for i think uh, uh, maybe eighth standard i'm teaching literature for the eighth standard too so i'll making i'll be making the lesson for i wondered i think i wandered lonely as a cloud something like that is that and that poem actually is named uh, for uh, like william wordsworth um, that is the name is daffodils the exact name is daffodils so we will discuss that poem we will recite that poem and we will learn a lot from the poem and after that one we i'll make uh, one lesson um, for my ninth class students that is uh, that is also a poem that is heart of the tree you can prepare that and different literary terms will be discussed i'm i'm making my making my statement that it will be definitely different from what you are learning at home or at school and that would be different not from my class because definitely i'll make it different way because i'm going to attend all those uh, literary terms and all those sorts of important questions also into that so 8th 9th uh, just be ready for the same uh, god bless you all and god bless your relatives too and be be safe from the covid 19 and uh, god bless me too bye bye take care